building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Today's topic is kind of a new one. I mean, I don't think it's new to most of you. I'm sure a lot of people that listen to this podcast are either considering a side hustle or running a side hustle, or maybe you started your company as a side hustle like I did twice, actually. If so, this episode is for you if you fall into any of those categories. Today, I'm really excited to talk to Carrie Bolig about everything side hustle related, why companies should do a better job supporting their team members' side hustles, which is something that could companies historically really suck at, the lessons that are lacking at school and in the corporate world that you can learn from running your own company, and even how you can go about taking the leap from a side hustle to a full-time business if that is something that you want. Carrie and her husband, Craig, turned their side hustles into over $3 million in annual revenue per year. Holy heck, that is freaking awesome. And I think that makes her the perfect person to learn from today. Hey, Carrie, thanks for being here today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I we're talking about something that I have never discussed on the podcast before, which is, well, never really like in depth. I'm sure it's been mentioned, but today we're discussing side hustles. I am a big proponent of side hustles and always had a side hustle, I guess, depending on how you categorize it, right? Like when I started working full time, I was still working in the service industry and bartending. And then I started my first business, the cookie company on the side and remember telling my employer about it. And I don't know that they were super excited, but I, yeah. did, you know, but they also didn't stop me. Right. So it was like a semi supportive environment and it was over 10 years ago. So that was probably fairly progressive at the time. And I started Excelity on the side as an agency as well. I'd love to hear from you as such a huge proponent of side hustles. Like why should people start a side hustle? What are the benefits? Well, first off, I think it's so interesting when you talk to more and more entrepreneurs who have been around 10, 15, 20 years, most of them did start their business as a side hustle. Mm -hmm. So it isn't a new concept. I just think with the current economy and changes in technology, side hustles are becoming more and more relevant for the average professional. And right. a lot of us were raised with that adage of like, go to school, get a good job, live happily ever after. And I think our generation is realizing that isn't probably the recipe that's actually going to create the real life that we want and lifestyle choices. So for that reason, I think, you know, with all the changes changes happening, like it just makes sense to diversify. We're huge mm -hmm. fans of diversifying, not putting all your eggs in one basket. Um, you would never put all of your investments in one investment in one in one basket. So why put all the, the ways that you're making money and your livelihood in one place? Um, so purely from that practical standpoint. But the other thing is most of us are not hardcore entrepreneurs. Yeah. A lot of us on the other side, like I think of it more of a spectrum, like there's the diehard entrepreneurs, like the Mark Zuckerbergs and the Elon Musks. Right. And then there's like the average professional who maybe likes their job and doesn't mind 
working in their cubicle, doing good work into their 60s. I would say most of us operate in the middle though. And we call that like the moderate entrepreneurs of the world. And so Mm -hmm. side hustles are just such a great bridge where you can have a great career. You can even like your career. I think that's sometimes a misconception is you have to like hate your career to like build something on the side. Um, But have a good career, take some of that evening and weekend time and build something for yourself that you really own and control and can create autonomy around. And then the other element is just like being able to grow new skills. I used to be a teacher and there's just like such a limited window of working with preschool students in terms of my skills and things that I was learning and being challenged by. So also being able to like really create environments where we're growing in ways that actually feel really meaningful to us. So that's like the short list. I've got about a hundred of other reasons on why side hustles are very powerful, but um, I would say, you know, taking the leap and a small leap, right. Putting your foot in the water is a cool way to like get in the game, figure out, figure out what direction you want to take it. I feel like it's so fascinating because, well, one, I was definitely one of those people that I entered the workforce and I was like, yeah, time to go climb the corporate ladder. Like, you know, and I was pumped about it and I enjoyed doing it. And so when the world of entrepreneurship opened up to me, I was like, what the heck is this? You know, like I knew nothing about this. Actually, my ex-husband when I met him, he always wanted to be a an entrepreneur and he would talk about it. He was so excited about it. And I was like, I don't even know, you know, like it was just such a foreign concept. Not in your vocabulary. At that right, point. right. And it's like, I don't know why we aren't. And it seems like schools maybe are teaching people a little bit more about like, hey, you have this option. It's not just like some certificate you can get in business school with like three classes like, oh, I guess you could be an entrepreneur. Like there's a little more focus on it. And the hardcore entrepreneur, like doing it full time, growing a company, it's freaking hard. Mm -hmm. It is, man, you have to be tough as nails. You have to just like this year, I would say personally for me has been tough growing the business. And it's like, man, you're always riding the waves and dealing yeah. with whatever the issues are, right? And you really have to have to want to do that. And it's not this sexy path. I don't think that everyone always thinks it is. And so that marrying of like a job that you love and a side hustle that you really like, something that like lights that fire and brings that passion for you, I think is beautiful. I think one of the biggest issues right now with side hustles is this impression that employers have that they're bad. Like it's been changing over the last five, 10 years, but still there are a lot of employers that are like, "Mm, we'll put a policy in place and we'll let you have one but we don't like it, right? Because right. They, they, they think that side hustles are like taking away from your full-time work or that people are gonna leave to pursue them. What's your take on this? Like, why should employers be okay with side hustles? I think if if an employee is transparent and they're they're doing good work in the office, I think it's reasonable to have some boundaries around what we do in our off hours, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I also think, you know, the way we teach people how to side hustle, it's very holistic and really encompasses a lot of transferable skills. So if you're leveraging a side hustle to the, the maximum ability to grow yourself, your leadership is growing, your communication is growing, your networking skills are growing, your ability to manage conflict resolution is growing, all these things I'd say most of us didn't learn in academia, unfortunately, um, but become such assets in the corporate world. I think an employer should be 
hair on fire excited that they have a team of people who are like looking to do more in their life and like develop themselves in a way that like a lot of people just aren't. So I think it's, it's a huge, huge plus at the same time, like do good work at your job. Right. Um, the other element that I think is valuable is when you become your own business owner, even if it's a small business and a side hustle, you start to understand what it means to own something and build something. You start to understand what it means to have skin in the game. You start to empathize and understand your employer Mm -hmm. in a bigger way. And I think with the right mentality, it just like creates a better employee employer relationship because there's like more synergy in a sense. And I think more ownership and confidence that can be brought into the workplace when someone's also hustling on the side and just like gets it in a different way. Man, that is a topic that honestly, I didn't even have on the question list for today, but let's talk about it because I think that like, I remember being an employee and working at a multimillion dollar company and getting an offer to start out of college for $32,000 a year. And I was like, oh, these people must just be rolling in money and really, and that's what they pay me. Right. And then, and then looking at it from the other side and knowing how difficult it is to, to grow a company and to spend wisely and to sometimes have to make cuts. And I mean, there have been years of sacrifice and periods of time where I made no money at all, right? And so now I'm sitting in a completely different position and seeing like, oh, maybe they weren't making as much Maybe they weren't evil. (laughs) Right, right, right. And it's like, and there's humans behind every company. So I love that it it completely gives you a different perspective. And that's something, like I said, I didn't even think about. What do you think that the workplace and that a traditional school education are missing that people are looking to learn when they, when they start a side hustle? Yeah. Well, I really appreciate this question. Craig and I just did our first TEDx talk and the whole premise was like, we need to build conversation around entrepreneurship and side hustling into the dialogue at an early age. Because again, it's almost like you go to school or you go into the trades or you start working right away. And I think there's just like a missing chapter from the curriculum for people that want to build something and are likely going to try, but why not prepare them earlier and give them an actual roadmap and real skills and real analytics around like some of the vision and and cool ideas that people have. And even starting that at like a really young age. Um, Also just for people maybe as they're, I know you mentioned your daughters in high school. It's like, how can we be having maybe a real like boot camp session with someone like her if she is having some entrepreneurial tendencies and like get some people in who've actually built real businesses. Yeah. I think that's a huge challenge is people are getting a lot of content from people who are not like qualified. Maybe they're certified or academically in a space to maybe speak to some things, but like let's just get get more people around like the heat. People who yeah. really know the gig and can actually help people process in a way that's like realistic and also help help younger folks or people who are newer to the game really sort through, hey, what makes sense? What's practical, what's viable, what's scalable? And what's like a path to enter that actually could like really impact them in a positive way? Yeah, I mean, I've been running my company for nine years and it took a long time to get even up and running in a place where I felt comfortable hiring employees and, you know, trying to create a culture and managing cash flow and all of the things that you do as part of a company. And I think if I had more practical knowledge when I started, I could have shaved a few years off the beginning. I was just like 
stumbling through it. And man, I went to college, I got a degree in marketing, I got an MBA, and you'd think that you, you did all be, the things. Yeah, right. I was like, okay, I'm set up for success. And then I got into running a company. And I was like, holy crap, I have no idea what I'm doing. And frankly, some days still I'm like, yeah, right. I have no idea what I'm doing. So thank you to my team members who edit this podcast and are listening to this right now. I mostly have an idea what yeah. I'm doing after nine years. Uh, talk to me. I mean, you grew a side hustle and decided to make it a, you know, a full-time thing. How do you go about growing a side hustle and making that decision that you that you want to do it full time? Because I think that's something that people grapple with. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think what's so important is to from the beginning, just really work on embracing that life vision and really refining what the vision is. We know people who actually Craig, who, you know, his goal was like, I could live in a cardboard box as long as I don't have to work for somebody else. Right. Like that was his vision at the time. So that's not going to take as much income as someone who maybe wants to maintain a really good lifestyle, yeah, but go out on their own. So I think the question for the average person is like, what are you looking to replace financially? Also, does it have to be passive income? Could it be more progressive passive income? Or are you willing to continue to work really, really hard, but just do it for yourself? Yeah. So I think those are good questions. And then just making sure that you have a vehicle and the support you need with whatever vehicle or environment you're scaling in to like do it in, a, in an effective way. Um, yeah. I see a lot of people, they make the leap, I think maybe a little prematurely, but again, we were not the diehard entrepreneurs. We were kind of playing it safe. Like we replaced 110% of Craig's corporate banking career before he scaled out of corporate. And for us, it was like, yeah, we don't want to like have this like crazy dip in our lifestyle. We wanted to just really build on our success financially. So like people can do it all sorts of ways. It's just, what's your threshold? What type of lifestyle do you want to have? in the yeah. process. And like, I commend people who maybe only replace 30% of their income and they're like, I'm taking the leap. Like, I think that's super cool. That just also comes with a different suite of like stressors and things that you're going to need to like really be on top of a hardcore BA work ethic. Um, so just knowing what comes with the territory when you do want to make the leap. And I also know plenty of people who, you know, we've coached doctors who they, they maybe wanted to keep their job, but maybe just scale back and work a few hours, a few days a week versus five days a week. Mm -hmm. And again, that's the beauty of a side hustle is there's just like a lot of variance and, and, and you can scale up or back in, in a way that like is a little different if you go all in or all out on maybe more of a traditional full-time business. Yeah, I think that people don't talk about the value of building to a place that you're comfortable before quitting your full-time job enough because it's real sexy to be like, oh, well, I quit my comfortable money, you know, to yeah. to start this thing. But on the other hand, there is a massive amount of pressure, especially when you have other people in your life that you have to support. Like I, I quit my full-time job, well, nine years ago, so I was 27. I wasn't rolling in cash at that point. I yeah. had one child. I had, you know, like I lived in a duplex where I had no um, like rent payment really because the other half of the duplex was paying it. So mm -hmm. my expenses were low. I was replaced. I was maybe making 50K at that time, you know? So the the hill to climb was a lot smaller versus exactly. my husband, <laughs> my husband who you know last year was it it was at the beginning of last year started his own company and you know he's a successful cfo 
in his 40s who has made it 20 years into his career, well, there's a heck of a lot more that you have to replace or get comfortable not replacing it. And it was so cool watching him do all of that because he was able to do in one year what it took me like three to do because he had that just the experience and the connections and the like life knowledge to just build in a different way. So it was a totally different approach. Yeah. And there's so many ways to do it. And I think even just your two contrasting stories are really powerful. There's not like a right or wrong way. It's just like, are you willing to be really humble um, (laughs) if you do it way earlier? And a lot of people, they think they are, but at the end of the day, they're not really willing to like cut expenses and be humble and do the things they need to do. So I think that's, we all have to be honest about our threshold in that way too. Man, I had a hard time doing some of that stuff. Like I had a pretty nice car that we had to sell and bought some like green kind of crappy car off a lot for what we had in cash right and and moving into uh, we bought a house that was just literally crooked it was like sinking into the ground and I was like oh I guess we're gonna live here and it was a very humbling experience and I grappled constantly with like did I tried so hard to go to school and build my life to live like this is this really now I'm glad I did it but it was not cute for a few years (laughs) and that's not what you see on the Instagram reel either right so that's why I think people are so disillusioned on what it takes it's like we worked really, really hard and we were really humble for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I think it is fun to talk about that so that it gives people a way more realistic picture on what like actually building a business entails, right? Yeah, I completely agree. All right. I know that we are, we're probably over time, but I don't know. I have like 50 more questions for you. However, if if there's one thing, if people today are listening and they have one thing to walk away with, one lesson, what is it? What's the most important thing we covered today? I think this idea of just like being able to figure it out, right? A lot of times with a job or a career, everything is laid out for us. Here's your work, right? Do the work, give it back to us. Here's the, the stapler, the pens, the laptop. With entrepreneurship, you are creating the work. But understand that like you can also figure that out. Like if you weren't born an engineer, you at some point had to learn to be an engineer. If you weren't born an entrepreneur, you're in your 30s or 40s or 50s and you've never done anything entrepreneurial, have a growth mindset. You can figure out, get around the right people, be in learner mode, right? And you can you can absolutely make strides. I, I just hope people understand like we all have our starting block and it's never too late if you're willing to learn and be challenged and grow. And I think that's like the ultimate benefit of entrepreneurship is it truly fosters that and challenges us to like every day, as you know, Jackie, just like keep growing and building ourselves. So for that, I'm grateful. And I hope like people take that away and are empowered by that. I love that with the right attitude and the right mindset and the right work ethic. I truly think that anything that you cook up is eventually possible if you're willing to put in the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you, Carrie. I really appreciate you being here today. And for everyone listening, if you got a nugget, if you got inspired by this conversation today, I would love if you would go to social media and share this episode or share it with just one person who is thinking about starting a side hustle, who's currently growing a side hustle. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thanks, Jackie.